<laughs> we're live. We're live. We're live. Hello, everybody. We just went live, even though we weren't completely ready. Because did you see my post, Shanda, this week about um, the train wreck on TikTok? No. About, How did I miss that? Oh, it wasn't a train wreck. I changed it to train wreck because it is actually shit show. <laughs> and I I just didn't know. Like, I was like, uh, I keep calling it train wreck, but I can say that. Like, isn't it weird? Like, I feel so weird about how I feel weird about cussing. Like, I'm 47 years old. And you're asking me? And I'm like, <laughs> not a good person to ask. <laughs> Shanda, I just said the SH word. Like, my husband's like, Julie, what? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel so weird. That Isn't that a tech thing, though? Isn't that like everybody? So much cussing. Yes. Like, it's it's very New York City. Like, I'm just like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's a good thing, I guess. But it's not like, it's not consistent, I don't think, across SAS. Because like in enterprise and stuff, I think it's still kind of tight. Tighten it up. It? Mm, a little bit, yeah. That's what I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. So tonight, my husband and I celebrated one year. He has been surviving with the tumor. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing, especially considering I only know a little bit of that story. And so, yes, that's that's huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah, we're very, very excited. Um, he, um, this time last year... I will never forget, I was in the food lion, and I was on my way home from work, just stopped, we live right by a food lion, and so I was just getting groceries, and he called, and he was like, I have a brain tumor, and I was like, what? And it was just like, what? And he was like, yeah, I like literally just got off the phone with a doctor, that's why I've been so sick, and he'd been, we knew he'd gotten an MRI and stuff, you know what I mean? So like, right. And it was just crazy. So I was like, oh, my gosh, wow. So that was that was really intense. Um, it's a colloid brain cyst, which is like, it is not cancer. But it's located Good. at the base. Yeah, it is. It's located at the base of his brain stem, which means any growth whatsoever causes a lot of symptoms. And he, like, he has this specialist who is his doctor because the doctor was, like, so excited and we were like wow i wonder why he's so excited to have this new patient from southwest virginia and he said the reason why was because normally when he got the patients they were dead oh yeah so people don't find out usually find out about this type of tumor is that because it's asymptomatic or just well they can't because figure out what the it's located is? well okay so he has these cysts he has more than one type of cyst he has cysts all over his body he is like a cyst kind of dude right like who knows why he just is and so um, he's had this who knows how long. But what happened was when he, he got, he was one of the first to get vaccinated for COVID in January because he is a coach for a high school um, track and field team and a teacher and all that. So he, he was always in and out of the school. So he had to do it so that he could do his job. So he went and got vaccinated right away. But he got vaccinated like within two weeks of having COVID itself, right? Ooh. Okay. And it was really bad, the COVID, like that he had. And nobody knew at that time that you weren't supposed to have the vaccine so close together, right? So, right. So he just got his, and his symptoms, of course, were horrible, right? I can't imagine. 
No, so they were horrible. And he, so he got one in January and one in February. And they were just, he was just so sick. And he just, it never ended, right? Like, it just kept going. And then it was like ears ringing and memory loss. And we were trying to sell our house. And he was doing all the, all the, like, repair, like, all the stuff we were doing mm -hmm. to sell our house. Because the market was crazy. So I was like, okay, that's it. We're selling this thing. Like, it was kind of a money pit. And it was hard to sell. And the market went so crazy around here that you didn't even need a um, inspection. Right. Like, and we, it was just crazy. So we sold that house. We made bank. But he was like not doing any of the stuff. And I was like, this is so weird. This is so not like it. Like he'd forget. It was just, it was outrageous. So finally we got moved into our new place and I kept pushing, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. And he finally went to the doctor and it was like, okay, cool. Like, I guess, I guess he's got this or that. And it was not, it was a brain tumor. Oh my So gosh. I know. So the only thing we can do, he has the head of neurosurgery at UNC Chapel Hills, his doctor. Um, the doctor is amazing. He does an MRI once a month just to see, make sure it doesn't grow. Cause that's the most important thing. And then as long as it doesn't grow, then they just, they just, um, that's it. They don't have to worry about it. So wow. we're, we're very blessed. Um, he probably will have to have surgery soon. Um, we've put this off for a full year and the doctor never anticipated that to be the case. Do you know what I mean? Right. So he's probably going to have to surgery and he just doesn't want to. Why would you want to? I mean, that's just so scary. You know, I know like it's not funny, but I, you know me, I have to laugh. Oh God, I would die because I would, I would just be ugly cry all the time. So I Jenna, did. Did you see how dramatic I was about getting like, uh, like a typical procedure done? Like I had to get put under anesthesia. It wasn't that big of a deal. I was so nervous. Like, well, yeah, because you're a mom. You got kids. Of brain surgery. Well, yeah. The reason why I'm nervous is because I, what I used to work in medical device sales. That's right. For anesthesiologists. So you know all the weird, crazy things that can happen. Because you've been in Yeah, there. but I also know, like, this anesthesiologist, like, went on and on about anesthesia in front of me. And he was just, he was right. Like, he was frustrated because he said people just use anesthesia for freaking anything. He was like, you know, they'll have a hangnail. And the next thing you know, they have to be put under. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm bringing you to, like, just the brink of death. And then... I hold you there while the surgeon does what he needs to do. And then I bring you back to life. <laughs> this is not for hangnails. And I'm like, okay, dude, like I get it. But yeah. So he was just one of those people who just, he had a real God complex and you found that a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is happens. But um, yeah. So, I mean, he has a great doctor. Um, if he has to have surgery, it couldn't be with anybody better. Um and uh, it's scary. We just started this whole anti-inflammatory diet. We are mm -hmm. we are like going strong. Like I am all in with him so I can help him and like make him like, you know what I mean? Like really excited about it. And so hopefully, yeah, that's the hope is that that'll be, we'll just keep going. And anti-inflammatory diet will help. He has to keep his blood pressure down and he has to keep any type of inflammation down so that there's no issues in his brain. You know what I mean? So brain damage happens if it grows like even a little bit. So oh I know it's crazy. So anyway, a month after we found out about it, I got let go. I got fired by the company. We were like family. 
I guess not. <laughs> I guess I guess we weren't like family. We were family. You know, actually, I don't even want to get You're into You're like that. some families actually, are like I was that. just getting ready to say, actually, it's probably more like family than I thought. Just a dysfunctional one, that's all. Um. <laughs> Most are. Most are. Yeah. So this week we don't have a guest lined up. We did have someone, um, Sumera, who was thinking Can about Can I just coming. say the person that we were going to have yeah. got an offer on Friday? Oh, so we did have shout, someone. Yay! We did, we did have someone, but then we can't Nelly. say who yet, right? Because we had, oh, she, oh, we can say. I can just say Nelly. I hope Yay. I can say Nelly. I said it. Nelly smacked me on Friday. If that's the case, sorry. But okay. yes, I mean, there's so, more than one in this world, so we'll be like, we were not even talking about that one. No. It's oh. Different. <laughs> yeah. But some people actually have some questions already. One of the big first ones. Oh, good. Is. Um, about confidence and they're trying to develop the question is how to develop confidence so do you want to tackle that one first or you want me to um i mean it's up to you why don't you give it it's up to you why don't you go mm -hmm. ahead and yeah tell me about your confidence. so full disclosure i have issues with ptsd and different things and most people don't know that about me and mm. so um that's also why I laugh a lot. It helps me through it. So for you specifically with confidence, you need to figure out, okay, where is this coming from? What is the root of it? And if you're, if you're in the process of that and you don't know exactly, it's fine. It, it's totally fine. Just, you know, it's part of life. Everybody works through their stuff. The biggest thing I can tell you is practice, practice, practice. And I, <laughs> this is what I do. I record myself in Zoom. If you want to know all the weird stuff you do in an interview, ask yourself interview questions while you're Zooming yourself. And you will see like, you know, you're picking at your eye or, you know, you're fiddling with your hair, <laughs> you know, all the little nervous ticks that you don't realize you're doing. It's right there and you can see it. So for me personally, that's what I do. Um, that's actually a great idea. Thank you for asking that question. I'm not going to try to say your name because I, I will butcher it and I will feel horrible. So I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but we need to actually in our Slack channel, we need to start a new channel that says um, interview questions because there are some yeah. out there that are super, super tough. Yes. And I think different people need to chime in and say, this is what I do. This is what I did because I really hate the question. Tell me about you because there's so many different ways that that can go. Yeah. And you have to nail it. That's usually the first one. Because if they zone out on that one, it, it's over. It's downhill. It's hard yeah, to recover. That's, that's a really good point. And I, you know, I think that one thing about confidence in an interview is being prepared. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're prepared, then you're going to be confident. And um, I... I, that's one of the reasons why I opened up time to help people, but we're going to do Zoom and stuff like that. I think role-playing is a really helpful thing. Like, because like you said, Shanda, that question seems so easy. It's like, oh, you don't even, I a lot of times, it. it's hard. It's it's hard. There's It's almost like a trick question. I'm not kidding you. It um, is. It is a trick question. It is a trick question. <laughs> I mean, I will say that I've been on all sides of the interview coin. So I've mm -hmm. definitely interviewed Me too. people. I've been mm -hmm. the hiring manager. I've most recently been the interviewee, gotten a job, all that kind of stuff, right? So I know what they're what they're trying to assess here. One is they're trying to assess like can you just quickly pitch yourself? Like can you tell a short little blurb about you? Now, 
it can be different. It can be unique, and and it doesn't have to be like a resume. It should not be like a resume. You know what I mean? Unless they right. say, "Walk me through your resume," right? Which is also my most hated question. You know what I mean? But but you just need to prepare for those things. But the 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 thing about interviewing is is that practice makes perfect. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the star format. Have you ever heard of that, Chanda? You've talked to me about that one. And I think that's one that we used at SV. Or maybe it was Rev. It's one of the boot camps I did. We talked about that one. But yeah, it's good. In in the star format, for it I use the star format for any type of um a situation where I'm a little bit nervous. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. like it's just a it's a structured way of responding to a question, usually in an interview setting, right? And it's like situation, task, action, and then the result. So it's a little bit hard to do in the case of tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just like, okay, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, the, how do you answer that, Shanda? Um, it depends on who, it depends on which field. So if you're doing cybersecurity, um, you, it's a fine line to walk. They are very, very straight laced. So there's absolutely no cussing in that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's very straight laced. Um, you have to really know whatever you're talking about and you have to go in hard nosed with it. So with that one, it's, it's hard with people. If you're interviewing with like Ryan Scalera or somebody like Jared, they want to know. So you just like, relax. It's yeah. just a conversation with friends. They're not going to sit there and dissect every little thing that you're saying. So you just relax and you just tell them, Hey, I'm a single mom. I got unmarried. These things happened. I started with this boot camp, and the economy started getting crazy about the time it was for me to get hired. And so I figured out a way to go this way, this way, and this way. And this is how I ended up here. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, okay. So they already know one, you've got grit. You you headed into all these different oppositions. Two, you're a nimble learner because you've already been in a boot camp, but you went and you sought out more. Yeah. Get a mentor. Absolutely hands down. Get a mentor, somebody you can yeah. talk to and ask all the nitty-gritty questions too. Perfect example, Mark Mack. I'm always mm-hmm. gonna shout him out. No mm-hmm. blushing mark. Someone like that, that you can just, hey, give me the answer to this. Give me the real answer to this. Don't give me the PC answer. Give me the real one. Right. And so for me, that's kind of how I did it. Now, with certain jobs that are very strict with things, I didn't talk about my kids. I didn't talk about homeschooling. I -hmm. talked about the facts, just the facts, ma'am. And that's what I did. So you have to learn to read your audience and know what you're going into. But at the same time you want them to know who you really are because do you want someone who's really in your tribe or are you just trying to be in their tribe? Cause we both know how that goes. If they're not really your tribe, it's not really a good fit. It needs to be a good fit for everybody. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, that's a very good point. And it's, it's, it's very important to keep that in mind is that, you know, you do have to be very careful as to what you say in interviews, because unfortunately people can, I spy with my little eye, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
We see you. Um, but I, you know, I don't even know what I was saying now. That was so I don't know. I'm sorry. That's my life. That was so cute. Um, shoot. What is with my brain? It's because I, it's just been an overstimulating week. Oh, it's been crazy overstimulating. I tell you the, um, the, the layoffs and things that are happening have been just. That's really messed with my brain. It's really I'm because not of what happened to me this time last year. I know exactly firsthand how this feels for people who got laid off at this time of the year. And it's freaking horrible. Horrible. Christmas is around the corner. Thanksgiving, it's, all those family functions where you have to talk to people that you sometimes you want to, but you really don't want to. Yeah. Especially if on, you need to have that conversation it. about yeah. jobs. Oh, what are you doing? Well, who wants to have that conversation? Oh, I, I, that was me last year. That was me last yeah. Christmas. Like, I've been there before. Awful. It's not fun. Because they're like, oh, what are you doing? Just sitting on the couch eating bonbons? No, well, I'm of not. course. Like here I am. My husband, you know, has a brain tumor and he can't work, and I lose my job. What kind of a wife am I? You know what I mean? Like it was just like, oh, it was horrible. And so it was like, I just this. I went. I've been feeling it, and then you know, having what happened to me just happened to me a couple of weeks ago, and and just the right. shock of all that. Like it's just kind of reeling and. I just want so badly to help people. And the one thing I want to say to people that I've over this weekend, because this weekend I spent the whole weekend just dedicated to helping people. And I met with a few people, which I really enjoyed and it was great. But the one thing I want to say to people and Shanda, you, you kind of nailed it on the head when you did your little overview is, is it to get a job in this environment that we're in right now, it is going to take grit perseverance and hard work and nobody can do it for you nope. no matter how nice you are i am one of the nicest people you will ever meet yes, you are. but there is no way i can do what it's going to take for you to get a job in this industry because right you're now. going to have to stand out you're going to have to do the vc cut of their letters you're going to have to do the video messaging you're yeah. going to have to do the voice text and linkedin you're going to have to cold call the hiring manager the vp of sales Maybe even the CRO, if you can get the but information, you, know, you got to do it. Let's just slow it down. Let's just slow it down. Because we were talking about the star method of interviewing and confidence and stuff like that. Like, I think that sometimes people get so caught up, like they spray and pray their, their resumes, which we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. They focus on things that aren't even like a, an issue that they need to focus on. And I think what they need to focus on is one, if they're going for an SDRBER position, one, do the job, prospect yep. first, right? And when you do the prospecting, what that means, because I said this last week, but I don't think we talked about what does that mean in a job search? Right. And what that means is make a list, like a spreadsheet, a Google Doc or whatever, a Google Sheet, and make a list of all the companies that you would really like to look at, work at. Right. And... And then go and what is that website where you can, um, it's a really cool website too. Dang. Which one? Where you can go and look at, um, like compare, like, like rep view for review, rep view. Yes. Rep view. Yeah. Absolutely. Go to rep Check view. that out because Check. you're going to find out how many people are actually making quota. Making too. quota. And that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. Um, because they can tell you all day long you're going to make OTE, but if you, OTE if, means nothing, if only it means nothing to people are making it. Yeah. Yeah. And that looked like I flipped people off. That was two fingers in there. It's two. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's 
you're just flipping people off. You're having a weekend. <laughs> you're so mean. But, you know, it's important because when you make a list, so then you make a list of all these companies that you would like to work at. And then once you have a list of the companies, then you can start, start getting to know the hiring managers and people on LinkedIn. You know what I mean? And you can start aligning with, with, with companies and um, verticals that work for you. So like Shanda said a couple different times, like, oh, you know, security or fintech or, you know, it, it depends on what you're, who you're selling to would be better fit for you. It also depends on how you interview to, with, to those companies. There's nothing wrong with going with a lot of companies right now, because to be honest, one advice my brother gave me, my brother, he's so funny. He's a CEO of his own medical device company. Okay. So he doesn't have time for a lot, but he did give me some really great advice. And the really great advice that he gave me was to find a company that had something to do with Salesforce. <laughs> that's what he said. Yes. He said, because that's recession proof. He was like, right now, if you're breaking into SaaS sales, we've had this conversation about the recession yeah. proof. Yeah, we've find a recession proof company because people are still buying right now. It's just there has to be a problem. You have mm -hmm. to identify that there's a problem and you're whatever it is that you're selling or you're trying to, you know, get information shared with. It's got to solve the problem. So um, he had a really good point and uh, I definitely took his advice on that. So um you know, it's interesting, but it's all, you know, doing that prospecting work is so important because then you don't, you don't even really have to worry about like, yes, you, sh you have to send out your applications, but you should really worry more about cold calling, sending video messages, can, you know, engaging with them on um, LinkedIn. And I just want to go on record to say that that is is by far the most important thing that everybody forgets. Yes. Anybody can figure out who a hiring manager is and pitch slap them in their DM. Anybody. And and to be extremely clear, we're not just saying make a connection request. We're yeah, talking no. about going to posts, Engage. not being creepy, like actually make a good comment, start yeah. a conversation, ask those questions. But I do want to throw in something too, to do your due diligence there is, oh, I'm going to forget it. Whitney, we talked about this on Friday. So if you remember, tell me. Um, there is a tracker, a layoff tracker on LinkedIn. I think if oh you search gosh, LinkedIn tracker. Cool? So because you need to know a lot of these companies are laying off, but they're still hiring and you need yes. to know that information. And I'm not saying don't, don't apply. I'm saying go into the situation with your eyes wide open. Yes. So you're not blindsided. You need yes. to just, you know, do your due diligence. That's all I'm saying. And Whitney brought up, if you don't know, Whitney is a great resource. Anybody? She's like the Google extension queen. Um, she's talking about Grojo and Crunchbase also for doing your due diligence. Those are all really good websites oh, as well. Oh, okay. Awesome. Oh my God. Thank gosh that, um, that they're all in here like being so helpful because Look at you. I can't like I I can't keep up with all of this. We need a person like like a buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love that. I love how everybody's in the comments talking and you know hanging out about it. But but the engagement is like like Shanda's saying. You do have to put in the work and you do have to do the research. You don't want to sound like an idiot. I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm going to be pretty harsh tonight because let's be honest. This is serious. 
like yeah. for any of you who just got laid off, that sucks. And that's serious. And it's But you can rally if you do you it can right. Rally. Yeah. But you can't just spiral and be like, oh, you know, it's very easy. I'll be on if I'm being hundred percent honest, I will be hundred percent honest. I freaking spiraled like I have never in my whole life the months of January and February. I like I know okay, not February, but December and January, let's say. I, I yeah, couldn't spiral too lot. much. I couldn't spiral too much in December because I have four children and I had a kid like I had to try to normalize Christmas in some way. So I tried to maintain some. But once January hit, I was just like mad. I was like I like had the lawyer like for the people, the company who let me go, I, I signed something saying I wouldn't say anything bad about them. And then I just went off on them about t- on TikTok. <laughs> See, um, actually, to be fair, what I said was all truth. But the truth is pretty ugly. You know what I mean? Well, I know some I know a company specifically and I'm not going to say who because I don't want right. anybody in trouble. Um, right. They called their layoffs on Friday like a strategic downsizing. Stop it. Whitney, Stop it. jump in there and tell me what it is. Um, but yeah, there was this, this whole thing and we're all like, what? And like, they signed like an NDA and all that. Like they can't talk about it. They can't say the word layoff, but that's what happened. So. Oh, oh, oh so that's why they had to say like, I'm no it. longer working anymore. Or like, yeah. Holy cow. Oh shit. Did I sign something? That said that? <laughs> oh no. I don't know. <laughs> Sue me. I literally make, well, I make a little bit, but it's okay. Whatever. No, I don't, I don't think I did. I was laid off. That's the reality. That's what happened. But yeah, um, I don't think sucks. I said anything that said that. It is what it is. I haven't said a single bad thing and I will not. But in last year I did. And I had a, a letter coming from a lawyer saying, please cease and desist. I'm like, oh shoot. So I had to take all that down. But it wasn't like I was saying mean things. I was just, I was just making it public. You know what I mean? Um, so anywho, it is what it is. So anyway, it's okay to be mad, but Shanda, my dear soul sales sister saved me a few weeks ago from doing that again. Uh Oh, little parents. She saved me. And so instead of spiraling out of control, somehow I put together this plan and went for it and somehow the stars aligned and awesome people like Mark Mack and Jared Robin and Ryan Scalaire and everybody else, you know, came into play and it worked, but it only worked because I still showed up and there were so both of the days, Thursday and Friday, I did not think I could, I did Mm -hmm. not think I could cold call live on LinkedIn we had these conversations like and this, I did this with actually yeah. happens. I was like, I can't do this. How am I going to do this? I, I'm going to like, how is it going to happen? Did something break? <laughs> I'm not looking. Okay. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> it's, <laughs> this is my life. We just roll with it. I'm not the mom who freaks out. Like even when she gets her nose blown on, you know, live. LinkedIn live. <laughs> just roll with it. Sunday with the sales moms. That's because we're mamas. That's how it is, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. But anyway, you talked me through it. You mm-hmm. talked me off the ledge, and you said you're going to do it. You can do well, it. Well, the key is people think that they they forget to give themselves permission to grieve. 
you yeah. lost something. I did. So give yourself permission to grieve. And some people cannot give themselves 24 hours. Some people can give themselves 48. Some people can only give themselves like two because two. Yeah. they're, you know, money's due the next day and they got to figure out, you know, if they're going to go sell plasma or whatever to get, you know, whatever it takes. Instacart. And I'm not making fun of anybody. If you have to do that, I've been yeah. there. Like yeah. if you need to do that, go do that within healthy limits. But give yourself the time <laughs> to grieve. Sell plasma. Not enough, but oh, okay, if, okay. if you have certain, there's certain parameters you can make more. Oh. Um, and I'm in the make more parameters, so that's really good for me. Whoa! But, look at you. Be careful, please. I need yeah, you to you stay around instead of the wrong. But give yourself time to grieve, and then when you are calm, that's when your creativeness is going to come. So go pray, go meditate, whatever you need to do. Go drive around the car and listen to heavy metal music screaming. No one's going to know that that's what you're doing. Just get it out and then tackle your problem. Yeah. There's always going to be problems. And it's it really how you did deal work with the though. problem. It is. It is. It, it really did work what you told me to do because you told me you were like, okay, you don't have that long to grieve. You're right. Mm -hmm. Like This is the period of time. But it helped me said, saying to myself, okay, like, we got off the phone and I was like, okay. And I did it. And then, you know, it, it helped. And, and, and then to be honest, like you said, you, you just, I don't know, you just have to, you just have to do like, the, I did the meditation and I got calm. And Which I post meditations almost daily in our, our Slack channel. So if you don't know where to start, join our Slack channel. It's free. Yes. And then there's tons of stuff there. And then if you have questions, ask me, I will send you one. Like it's not a problem. There's tons, but it's of so free, important. Free it even goes stuff. back. It goes back to confidence, Janda. It really mm -hmm. does. Like you, uh, you like, we're talking about having confidence about when you have so much writing on an interview. Yeah. I know that feeling, right? Like, well, when you're a single mom or yeah. you're a mom in your situation and it's all on you. There's or you're anybody else. who just got randomly laid off and weren't yeah. expecting it to happen. Like it you're sucks. a dog parent and it's all on you. Like it's, you know, yeah, it there's all these things and it, and it does, it's scary. And so then it puts you in a position of even in sales, it's the same selling out of fear, interviewing in fear. Like it's never going to be successful. No. Cause they can sense it. They, they people can it's sense all it. over you. It's in your tone. It's in your mannerisms. It's in your posture. It's in all that stuff you have to learn how to overcome it. I'm not telling you to ignore it. I'm not telling you to block it out because none of those things ever end up in a good situation. I'm telling you to find a way through it. Right. Use it as fuel. And if you'll start doing EQ research on that and the power of that, it's amazing. Because once you tap it into is. that, you are unstoppable. The whole world can be falling down and you're like, nope, we got a plan. We're going through. Yeah, and I think it's, I, I learned that, unfortunately, in life the hard way. Um, I've been through too many crises in my life, so I learned very young even mm -hmm. how to handle, how to act as if nothing was going on when something was going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's something my parents taught me, um, and it was just something I had to learn as a child. So it's not good at all, but it is a good, it is some good things come out of that, right? So it is a good skill that I have because when I, when I have tools like meditation, affirmations, mm 
mm-hmm. are a huge, huge it all goes thing. together. Huge yeah. thing. When I have tools like meditation and affirmation and things like that, then I feel like I'm in control again. And I realize that like I don't put too much on they tell you to detach from from things like the outcome of things. And you do have to try to do that. You you do have to be in the moment. And like you said at the beginning of this, you know, live, have a conversation. Right. Like be who you are. Like that's the same even on a phone phone call on sales. Like the minute you stop reading this from the script exactly and sounding like a robot, sounding like a salesperson, the minute you just have a conversation with somebody, that's when, you know, you're going to be able to make something happen. And it's the same in the interview. Like, like the minute you just go in there and say, I could, I would be great at this job and I'm going to, you know, hopefully do everything that they can to see it. But if they don't bummer, and then you have to have that attitude. You can't have that attitude. That's like, if I don't get this job, I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage. And like, you can't do it. You can't snowball. You can't, Mm -hmm. you can't go there. No. Like, just deal with the first problem at hand and then go to the next one. And something I tell people, when I am really stressed out, there's the movie The Martian mm-hmm. with Matt Damon. Yeah. And it's all... Oh, yeah. Yes, it's fiction, but everything's actually based on scientific fact. And it's really well written. But it's all mm. about... He kept thinking, this is it. This is the end. But he right. kept working the problems. And so if you'll get to the root of all the things that he's saying throughout the whole movie... It just helps. That's that's the one I watch. It just it makes everything make sense and I go, okay, take it down, little pieces, start with each little individual problem and just keep going. Because it's gonna fuel you. It's going okay, we got this one done. Great. Yes. Let's go to the next one. And they'll keep getting a little bit bigger until you're finally out of the storm. You're out of the chaos. Yeah, I think maybe that's why I think it's probably a good idea to start a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um oh I haven't heard I have heard of the music. Maybe I've seen Avenue Q. I can't remember. Everything in life is only for now. That That is a good one, Whitney. She's that always is, got really good ones. That's a really good one. Um, <clears throat> that's what my mom used to always say. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, I used to kind of hate that. I was like, what? But now I like, I, I say that to myself all the time. I'm like, this will pass. This this. I'm going to get through this, you know? But I like that a lot better. <laughs> that's, that's a lot nicer. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. And ageism is totally real. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, like, going through ageism. But it is what it is. But it's important. It is so important that you you find what works for you. And not, not everybody's the same. Like, not everybody is, like, really full on into meditation. Like, Shanda and I. You know what I mean? But there's still, like, my son is a pitcher. He's a baseball player. He would like to play um, in the MLB one day. So in order to be that kind of a pitcher, it's going to take some serious stuff. And so, you know, I've recommended meditation to him. You know what I mean? But what is, what is she <laughs> A mix between oh, yes. and South Park. <laughs> I have heard of that. It's funny. No, I've heard, I've seen it. I think I've seen, I think, I think I've seen clips of it or something. I don't think I've, I haven't been to it. I miss going to musicals. I really do. I miss and it see, so much. I love to run. My knees would rather me not run. 
because I've always ran cross country and track. So I'm always been a distance runner. So they're kind of like, okay, lady, we're kind of done with you doing that. Oh, but that's, that's always been my happy place. Like wherever you get to that place where you calm and you chill and you find your rhythm. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Like even, even if it's just like, if you don't have a lot of time, like I just had to get out and take my dog on a walk, walk around outside. Yeah. Whitney said visualization. Absolutely. All those things help. I mean, it, when you're going through what you're going through right now, um, searching for a job, and especially some people who've been in the job search for month after month after month, it's it's hard. And so you do have to do everything to really get through it. Um, and, you know, you can say that, like, meditation isn't for you and that kind of thing, but you don't know until you try it. Um, there's and all there's all different apps. times. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the way I, I do use, it is totally different than anybody else. And that's yeah. fine. It works for me. It works for you. And I use an app called, I started, and this is what I got my son on. It's called the Insight Timer app. Oh, that sounds cool. And you can go, it's free, and you can pick any type of meditation and all kinds of meditations. And it's really nice because you can do short ones. And I started with really short ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I, I like kind of be like, oh, maybe I'll try this guy's longer one. You know what I mean? And then go from there. And then once I was comfortable with that, I just, I just went all over for it. But, but the, this having an app helped. And I think there's another one called Headspace, I think, or. Headspace is a good one. There's some on Netflix too. There's one that's interactive. And then oh, there's yeah? one that's, um, what is it called? Chloe, what's that? What's the meditation on Netflix called? Oh, the poor dogs are so, they are, my dog is so confused. I think it's Headspace. Changed. Yes, What's it's Headspace. It? Okay. What's it called? Headspace. Headspace. It is Headspace. There's two different ones. Yeah, there's two different ones. There's one that's interactive, so you can like choose what oh. you want. You can do it for sleep. You can do it for like a quick 15 minute thing. And that's then there's like a longer it. one. And so oh, cool. both of them are great. So if you already have Netflix, hopefully it's still on there. You can utilize that. Um, there used to be a whole bunch on Amazon Prime that were really good. You could just like play them in the background or you do yeah. it on while you're sleeping. Yeah. And it just help you sleep better. And the other thing that I do, if you're, okay, so I'm one of these people who's like very high anxiety. When I am going through something, it's very hard for me to detach from it. So I have to like, I used Audible because I found some good Audible books. So when, when meditation wasn't working, like I could not, I couldn't do it. Like it just couldn't lock in. So then I'd be like, okay, fine. I, I'll put on a good Audible book. And there's a lot of really good ones out there, you know, that you can really, um, you could really, really get a lot of, you really could use, I, let me find this one that's really important because this one is my favorite book. I don't know if you've read this yet, Shanda, or not. Uh, but, I don't know. Or heard it. I, I didn't read it. I've, I've listened to it. I don't even know now how many times I've listened to this book. It's called Never Split the Difference, Negotiating yes. as if your life depended on it by Chris Voss. That's a good one. I need to re-listen to that one. That's one. That's the one. And then the other one is Can't Hurt Me by David. Master Your Mind and Defy the Odds by David Goggins. I haven't heard that one. I'll have to look into and that one. Can't Hurt Me that one by David Goggins, um, David Goggins was a um, Navy SEAL, but he had a horrible childhood and just all kinds of crazy stuff. And he transformed his whole life. And it was all about mental toughness and all that kind of stuff. And he, I, that is what got me out of my funk in, in February where it was like, what the heck are you doing? Like, you can't just swallow away, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And so that, and then I started, so I read that, I listened to that a lot and listening to it. The reason why I like both of those books is because they're both narrated by the actual author of the book. So David Goggins narrates his own book and then Chris Voss narrates his own um, book too. And, and the Chris Voss one's actually really cool because it's narrated by someone else. It's kind of like a, I don't even know how to explain it, like a guide back and forth. But anyway, very, very cool. And um, th- those are two books that helped me because you learn to commute. Like, not, I know negotiating, like, your life depends on it seems kind of dramatic. But trust me, those skills are good. And that book helps me. I know it does. Have you read it? No. I think I've listened to that one. But it really, there are things in your life that it does depend on it when you're getting a job and you absolutely need right. that job, your life right. does depend on it. Or if you need to renegotiate your mortgage or you're trying to get a mortgage, your life does depend on it. So yeah. there's certain things that that's not being dramatic. That is like hundred percent right on. That's true. Or and he does in the book, he even says that he even says like his students come back to him. Like his whole, he's not a salesperson at all. Chris Voss is a, a complete negotiator. That's his job. He's like an FBI whatever negotiator. So that's what he does. But he even says in the book how he loves because people come back to him and talk about all the things that they're able to accomplish and do because they learned how the art of negotiating. You know what I mean? Right. And just right now, it's just, I think it's just really important. People just really stand up for themselves. So um, I think like if I was going to take away some homework assignments, if anybody's still hanging out, um, one, I would do I would go look up the star interview response method. I'm not kidding you when I tell you the star method is the best method. One, it gives you something to do because if you're like me and you like to sit down with a pen or a paper, you can sit down and write out like look for questions and just go for it and you can practice it. And then like Shanda was saying earlier, you could videotape yourself answering the questions and watch your mannerisms. You know, if you're in this in the Sassy Sales Mom Slack channel, you know, we we a lot of us could listen. You could do a quick huddle mm-hmm. and just a quick like real quick role play like hey, can you answer me some questions? Like ask me some questions. So that's what I really hope that we can start doing for each other because that's how you're going to get good. Like that's how you're going to be able to nail these interviews. You can't go in without preparation. Right? Yeah. Another big thing that I would highly, highly recommend you doing is you need to SEO your resume and your LinkedIn. And if you don't know what that means, that means you use certain keywords that makes it more searchable for AI. Um, I highly recommend that you hire someone who knows what they're doing. If you need to ask those things, I can recommend people who are incredibly, incredibly affordable. Um, but those are key. You have to do that. And it changes so often that yes, you can do the research for it, but it changes month to month. So if you look at my LinkedIn, it's constantly changing. And the reason why is because I'm increasing the SEO. You need to learn about your SSI score through SalesNav. Um, the higher your score, the more searchable you are. If I'll have to drop a link in there later for you guys. But it's free. You don't have to. It's free. To you don't have, you don't have, have to sell it. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I used to think you had to have it. I was like, dang, all these people. Buy Let me see if I can drop expensive. it in. But those are the big things that you need to do too. I'm trying to look for my favorite EQ person and my mind's going blank. She's a Texas girl and it's driving me crazy that I can't think of her name. Mm. Um, but she's someone that you definitely, if you need a mind shift, she teaches you how to look at things from a different perspective. Oh, she thank wants, you so much, Whitney. Yes. Whitney has the best links. Um, but you need just to shift how you just taking it, just a pause. It's the same situation. Just look at it a little different. Yes. And maybe it gives you a different perspective of how to attack your problem and little things like saying, instead of saying I'm anxious saying, Oh, I'm really excited because the science behind anxiety and sure. excitement, the only difference chemically and when they do all the scans and everything is how you feel. So if you'll just think of it as interesting, yeah, I'm really excited. Just shift how you're thinking about it. And little bitty things can change the whole thing. And we never learned this. And a lot of it's developing. A lot of it's emerging. Yeah, I think it's, I think I, you know, it's interesting for me. I self-taught myself a lot of things, but visualization, which Whitney brought up earlier, is a big mm -hmm. thing that I self-taught myself because I, I was in an abusive marriage and before I had my awesome husband that I've been married to now for 10 years. But he, I, when I left that marriage, there was a lot of moments. There's a lot of times that it was very scary. I was a single mom of four kids and it was just very scary leaving and, and all of it. And I would always have to do visualization about to get through it, to, to be able to say, okay, this is what it's going to look like. You know what I mean? Like this is exactly what our future can and will look like. And I, and I would get specific, man. I would get specific down to where I think the kids and I were going to move, the type of family that we were going to have, you know, all the things like, so when you're, when you're in a job hunt and you're doing, when we say visualization, there's a lot of things that can be visualization. So, you know, if you're, if you lost your job, but it was a big deal to your family, you know, visualize all the things around what, you know, how it's going to feel when you get your new job, what it's going to look like, you know, all the, you know, the things that you're going to do and just different, the ways it's going to impact your life. And that, that's what really kept me going because the job search is long. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's uncertain. It's uncertain. So you don't know, like, Oh, thank you, Dustin. Yeah, it was hard. It was, um, you know, it was lucky though, because it wasn't lucky. That's a weird thing to say, but I've become a believer that all things in life happen for a reason. And, um, you know, I, every, everything has led me to these points and these moments in my life. And so I feel, I feel like, you know, I went through that so that I could share how to get through that with other people so that they could get through things like that, you know? So anyway, that's why I'm vulnerable with it because it's, it's very easy when you're a single mom to isolate, to be alone, mm -hmm. to social media makes us all feel like we have to, you, you're constantly seeing what other people are doing and it's the best of what they're doing. So comparison is the thief of joy, right? And so it's, it's, uh, it's important to know that, you know, everything is not rosy and not everything is perfect and, but we can get through it and community helps. So, um, 
I, I, so many people are looking for jobs right now and it's a lot, it's hard and there's a lot of pressure. Um, so we, all the tools that we talked about tonight that we share in our Slack channel and stuff, those are really important things, but also each other. Mm-hmm. We're, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I have this new job now, which I am so grateful for. Like, I cannot even tell you guys how it's like, I am so like, is this, is this cheesy? I am so excited to do some sequencing tonight. I was working on some earlier and I'm going to finish it up before I go to bed. And I'm like so excited. So, so that's what you guys all have to look forward to. And it didn't happen until I started using this network on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and I started reaching out to people and utilizing the resources. Yes. It's very depressing, Dustin. Comparison can be, I was just talking to my daughter about it. It's, you can see what everybody else is doing, what they're posting on social media, but just keep in mind that that's just what they're posting on social media. Very few people are going to post it's on social media. Reel. Yeah, yeah, it's a highlight reel. Yeah, exactly. So you just have to keep that in mind. And for some people who aren't big posters on social media, it makes them feel even worse because it's like, dang, I haven't even posted since like April. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brene Brown. Oh. It was driving me crazy. I'm sorry. I was searching Brene like a maniac because like it's on the tip of my tongue. I list. So, I love her. I quote her all the time. Too. She's yes. amazing. Yeah. And she so keeps good. it real. Yes. Awesome. But you know, the other thing is the communities that there are so plentiful. I I didn't even know this. So I've been on all these Slack communities. So we have Sassy Sales Moms. Shanda and I are huge into Rev Genius. Mm-hmm. We love Hot Recruiter. Um, dot io so you guys need to learn a little bit about that if you're interested in a, a, a good recruiter squad and then um thursday night sales is a good one but then i just found out about ooh, and whiskey wednesdays and whiskey wednesdays oh someone delia said she's hiring on her team that's awesome yep i'm tagging people <laughs> oh yay yay shanda's so great you guys we're here at, at I'm here. It looks like I'm not, but I'm here. I'm like busy trying to. No, you know, I appreciate it. I just want you guys to know that we are really looking for anybody. It's a really good opportunity if you're looking. If you're in the job search, right? One of the best ways to really showcase what you can do is to get involved in a big way into these communities. Oh yeah, Steve. Yeah, you know, Stephen. It's funny. I found so I found Rev Genius, and this is interesting because. I had to go back to figure out where I found Rev Genius. I don't even and know how I found them. This, I'll this be honest. Dude, I was on LinkedIn desperate, okay, desperate, mm-hmm. like, to find a job. And I was, like, I'd gotten kind of misled into thinking I had gotten a SaaS job. Turned out it wasn't a SaaS job. <laughs> but, you know, I told you about that. But anyway, it is what it is. And I was just desperately trying to find a job. I didn't have time for anything. And so... I went on and I was like going on to Rev Genius had this like live, like audio event where you could shoot your shot. You could go on live and there were hiring managers there. I've done that several and, times. Yeah. Yes. And I went on, but I was not prepared. I kind of sounded like a little bit like an idiot. It wasn't awful, but it was also not awesome. And this dude was like, you should, you know, his name was Daniel Are- Aurelio or whatever. Daniel Aurelio. Anyway, he's awesome. And he was like, I'll meet with you um, just to give you some pointers on interviews and like things to say, how you can really, what they want in SaaS and that kind of stuff. So that was really awesome. But the reason why I found out about it was some random guy. I still, and I, now I 
can't find his name. He said, have you ever heard of Rev Genius? He messaged me because he heard me on that thing. And he was like, do you know what Rev Genius is or something like that? And I was like, well, I don't know. I just saw that it was like a chance to talk to hiring managers. And so I popped on and I'm not shy. <laughs> so I did it. You know what I mean? And he goes, yeah, you did. It was fine. Yeah. And it was fine. Oh, that's what it was. His name was um, Shane Miller. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's the one who said, you should do this. Um, because I was because I was looking and he said it was really helpful. So that's how I found the Rev Genius Slack group because it was free. And then somebody else found me about Thursday Night Sales and her name was Stacy. And she's like the sweetest, most, you guys, I don't know if you guys know Stacy or not. Um, I can't pronounce her last name, which makes me feel like such a jerk. Um, Stacy. But Stephen, what you're asking, that's like getting into dark social. Those are all the things that are not searchable. Um, and it becomes, there's Chris. Chris Hardy. Um, that becomes word of mouth. That becomes in your networking. And be careful what you wish for for the Slack because I was the same way. I was like, I want to be in all these Slack groups. Well, now I've got like 16. Oh, of it's them. too, I honestly, it's too much. I have Slack burnout. It's a I major Slack too. burnout. And my employer, see, Stephen, I don't know if your employer, I think one of the reasons we have all these Slack groups is because SaaS employers, because of remote working, they use Slack as like a way to communicate like a, an, a remote office, you know what I mean? And so as a result, a lot of people started building communities in Slack because that's where everybody was. Like, Discord's it, another really big one. And there's Discord's a few more that big. I don't know about that are really oh, big. That's what I heard about today, WhatsApp. Steven, have See, you heard weird. about WhatsApp? There's groups on WhatsApp. Chris, Chris Hardy talks about that a lot. And I'm always what? like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. We gotta figure this out. I don't. I don't. There's too much to figure out. I. Oh, jeez. The moral of the story is, if you want to get involved, you can. There's absolutely a way to get involved. And that's the most important part: is that nothing started happening for me until I got involved. And I went to Rev Genius. Now, when I tell you to go to Rev Genius, guys, this is gonna sound like I'm mean. I'm not mean. I'm a mom. Okay, so this is coming at you straight mom style okay go you go into these slack channels you don't just sign up and be like i'm here and expect yeah, a miracle to happen that. yeah. that's not what we're talking about here when you when you hear shanda and i talk about these channels we like to go into these communities we like to be members just like in linkedin we like to engage um introduce yourself ask questions and then if you want to be a lurker lurking's fine but it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to help, you know, but there are good resources out there. Because um, like the Rev Genius Slack channel has over 30,000 members. And yeah. Julie and I are both in their ambassador program. I'm a moderator for the Slack channels for Rev Genius. And so I'm constantly like trying to get people to talk and it's like crickets every now and then, depending on the channel, there's certain channels that are far more active. Yeah. There's channels I really want to grow. And I know that Rev Genius is working on that, the interaction and getting more people. Because you don't want everybody constantly interacting because that'd be too much. But there needs to be enough that it's giving value. So if you have questions, post them in there. Because that's actually how one of our dark social chats yeah. got started was I asked Jared a question about dark social. And he goes, yes, go start it. And I said, 
What do you mean go start it? I don't want to start it. You're the guru. I'm just a mom who's, you know, juggling all this stuff, trying to find answers. But that's what we're, we're asking for, for people in Sassy Sales Moms. Yeah. And so that's what we did. That's how a lot of these things got started. It was the different brainstorming of people saying, oh, we started we this chat. And then three podcasts that afternoon of the first day that it was on were born. Yeah. And this was one of them. Yep. Actually, I think that was four because then this was the other one that was. Yeah. But yeah. You just yeah, LinkedIn get groups are really good, Whitney. Those are very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and it it's also good to note to do what works for you. Stephen was saying, oh, I have WhatsApp. Like, mm -hmm. I think you gravitate towards the groups that work for you. Slack works for me because my employer has me on Slack. It keeps me where I need to be for the day. But other people like Discord. People like the LinkedIn groups. So those are helpful. One thing that we're going to do, I want to talk about before we're done for the night is we are going to, on Tuesday nights, um, we're going to start having a Zoom call for anyone who wants to come. It's not going to be live because we just decided that, like, we want it to be a safe place for anybody who wants to just. And we're um, serious about that. Like, we are hardcore serious about what gets said, what gets asked in there. It needs to stay in there. Like, we're going to ask people to be on camera. We want to see your face. Like, the whole thing. This we don't want anything used against anyone. I know right. Julie and I both have had situations like that and it sucks. We're adults. Everybody's got their own responsibilities, house, yeah. cars, kids, whatever. We're not going to be playing <laughs> with people's lives. It's but serious. We're going to talk about real things. Yes. Real things. So things like, as an example, and Shannon and I talk about it with each other, but like, I always question like, how much should I share in my interview about how many kids I have? Well, to be, to be honest. And how old they are. And how old am I? You know what I mean? And how old my kids are, which would then give away how old I am. You know, things like that. Like, these are all questions that people want to ask, but you're worried about talking to people about. That's what we want to be for each other. Um, and so the reason why Shanda brings that up is because we don't want somebody to be like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous about talking about this. And then find out that, um, yeah, Dustin, won't that be fun? Yeah, and we don't want we don't want to find out that some hiring manager found out before the interview that that person had four kids because they shared it in our thing. So that's the only reason we bring it up. Um, we'll talk about it more, and we'll probably beat a dead horse over and over about this. But just because we've gone through it, we know other serious. people have gone through it, and it is but the value of the ridiculous of the Zoom is going to be great. I think the value is going to be awesome. It might not be a Zoom though because they're strict about cutting you off. It might be it might be Calendly. I have a group event. I pay for Calendly. Mm -hmm. We'll look at the options, but it is going to be on Zoom Tuesday. Is 45 minutes if you're using the free one. If you use a paid one, you can go as long as you want, I think. Yeah, I just don't have a paid Zoom, but I have a paid Calendly. And Google, does Google restrict you? I don't know. We'll look into know. it. We'll, we'll look into it. it we'll out. figure something out. We're going to do 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central. And then that way you guys can just, we can, at first we'll start off together, just a group. It, you know, it'll be nice. We can all talk and you guys can share. And then um, you just tell us what you want in those meetings. And then yeah, we're going to do, yeah, bring your questions. And then next week, what we're going to start doing on our lives is we're going to start bringing resources to you guys, people that can help. And we will still highlight you guys, job seekers, whenever we can. Um, it's just that 
we realized that when we had a, a job seeker highlighted ready to come on for this week, well, they got a job. Woo! And that's the goal. So we don't want to like do the whole, whole, um, yeah, that's not that much money, but I, I got to tell you, Whitney, I can't tell you how many freaking charges. My husband and I just had a conversation. $300. I'm not going to say what my homeschooling one is. Y'all would pass out. Now that's, that's everything. That's work. I do Canva, Cricut. I mean, all the junk, but, but anyway, next week we have Adriana Vidal. Does anyone know her? She is awesome. I might've heard of her. Hmm. Yes, of course. She, Everybody knows Adriana. Well, not everybody does, but if she you is don't, awesome. you need to. Yeah. Yes. And she started something new called, is it Lilac? Lilac Tech. Tech. Is that what it is? And it's a support. It she, she, just so you guys know, um, this is kind of hard to talk about. And that's one of those select channels. Oh, our broadcast is ending soon, but that's all right. We, um, I, I got the job before this one that, that was sort of like an annulment. Um, I got that through um, one of Adriana's posts. So Adriana is constantly collecting all the, um, Chris, <laughs> Adriana is constantly collecting all of the jobs and then posting them. And I found a job through one of her posts and then actually connected with the CEO and all that kind of stuff. So Adriana is a huge resource and uh, yes, she is so wonderful. Right. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. So that's what we're going to do. So um, we are going to send out the information on zoom. We want everybody to join Slack, please follow sassy sales moms. Have a good week. Um, Shanda and I offer ourselves up as cheerleaders all week because we're here for you. Please message me through Slack. Please. I didn't have internet on Friday and I finally got my LinkedIn updated so it wasn't crashing and then I couldn't get into it because I didn't have stable internet. So it is even worse. It, to quote AP, it is a dumpster fire going down the river. So if you need me... <laughs> They have got yeah. to make these LinkedIn messages more manageable. Message me on Slack. Yes, and Slack is amazing. Through Rev Genius, or you can do it through Sassy Sales Moms because both of those options are free. So, yes, always Sales Moms. So, all right, we don't we ran out of time, so we could talk forever, but we'll be Hopefully back. Hopefully, we answer some questions. Hopefully, Yay. we helped you guys out. If not, and message us on Slack and let us know what you need. Yes, we're here for y'all. Have a great week. You can do this. You are enough. Oh, wait. Let's show them our sweatshirts. Oh, yep. See? Ta-da! And if you are looking for an entry-level um, SAS roll, it is entry, so it's a lower base, but it has the potential to do a good OTE if it clicks, it's a good fit. Um, message me, and I can get you that information of who to contact. But yes. I, I, I know of a couple things that are hiring. So oh, good. Message well, we'll me share and we'll share in Slack whenever we have something really good too. I yes. guess we can do that. Bye, Chris. Bye, Steven and Dustin. Thank you guys for coming. Whitney, you're awesome. You guys are all Always. awesome. Yay, you guys. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, bye. Shanda. Oh, bye. Don't, don't leave. We're okay, staying. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's see.